0: following
1: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. This is Talking Cowboys, streaming
2: live from the Dallas Cowboys
3: World Headquarters
2: at the Star in Frisco.
3: Elliott plowing to the goal line, Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it and he bangs
2: it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Standback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a Say It With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys. Goodness. Now let's do that again. Say It With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos. Helping fans get in on the game and our favorite chip and our favorite dip. Of Talking Cowboys. Glad you're with us here from the SWBC studios at the Star in Frisco. Glad you're with us as always for this Friday because guess what? We've got one last say it with your chest Friday prior to the regular season finale. Then we get into say it with your chest every day because Mm. it's playoff time here in Dallas. Alongside Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Mm Stanback, we've got Rob Phillips Easy. Back on the virtual side of things. Glad he's back today. And of course, we've got Cowboys Nation about to have some fun with us over the next couple of minutes. But gentlemen, how are we
1: doing? Good. Good. I've you okay? In,
2: yeah, I've got something in my eye.
1: Okay, well you sound it's like you about to cough up a fair fur ball. That also
2: Yeah, on. I've got a little bit of both going on. It's not necessarily the best uh <laughs> okay. best start Let for me. Know.
1: Let us know, darling.
2: Yeah, no, I'm good. So
1: right
2: Goodness in. <laughs> gracious. Rob, how are we doing today?
0: Doing all right. Uh, we already have that drop somewhere, Chris. I know. You, you said, the, hey, say it with your chest. Mm. It's <laughs> that's, that's already it's already done. I don't
2: think this one was as bad, but it's early in the morning. And it's funny because I, I, ha- <clears throat> I had a radio call already and I had no problems oh. on the radio call. And then I step in here and it's nothing but just coughing and I don't know, maybe I'm allergic. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs>
3: Isaiah, how are you? I am doing good, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Rob Peters have given me uh, some Billy Billy Hoyle type vibes right now. Looks like he's about to go play a pickup game <laughs> from, from from White Man Can't Jump. Damn! jump? Hey, oh. You want
0: to run? You mean play basketball? Yeah, that's me. That's yep. Me. I just I'm only missing my parental advisory T-shirt. right now. <laughs> exactly.
2: Oh, I love it. Rob was a hooper back in the day. He still could probably hoop if it wasn't for
3: yeah. the knees in the back. Come on, man. Rob, he would be the, be the sleeper, just like Dwight McCann, Joe.
0: Rob, how how I many— I am the real-life Billy Hoyle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sure if Rob actually wanted to get out and actually play, I feel like
3: he would 100% be able uh, to do He probably that. would game. a game. He'd probably wear the high yeah. socks, putting the, putting the cash Ooh. in the socks and everything. Oh, goodness. That's I want to see that yeah, so bad. wear
0: two different socks. That's yeah. me. Did you... If we <laughs> ever have this fake— uh, Inter-show competition that we were always talking about, uh-huh. and then I'll just I'll be the free throw
1: guy. I'll just stand. That there. works. Now you do, you did see Schefter just pulled his, blew his MCL doing what? the doing the gritty. He so. did the gritty. <laughs> see, so Stop. so, so yeah, that's Rob that's P. Fear. Rob P. is gonna fear. pull his back out. That's it's called. Like so don't even. Rob <laughs> Rob can it. play.
2: He can play like horse or something. That's what it'll be. It'll be a shooting yeah, contest. Something and, stationary. Yeah, where you're standing still and you yes. choose a spot and then you shoot. So that, that'll be what Rob's able to do. I'm going to leave the running together. to
0: you guys. Yes.
3: <laughs> is that ever going to happen? Probably I'm not, not fooling with Rob P. Rob P. looked like he would just pull some straight Dan Marley out and just start <laughs> busting from, from just the half, oh. half court. <laughs> that would be so, so fantastic. But all right, let's talk some
2: Cowboys. It is a Friday. Cowboys take on the Eagles tomorrow, which mm. is wild. It's a Saturday game. Cowboys are 15 and 14 all time in Saturday games, for those wondering. Uh, Rob, any news and notes coming out of yesterday? I know there was a couple big names put on the COVID list. We'll get to that in a moment. But what else came out of practice yesterday?
0: Well, I'll save, I'll save the COVID news for you. Uh, I was, I think, honestly, maybe the rest of this season into the playoffs, maybe we got to start news and notes with the COVID news because that is that is the elephant in the room. Hanging over the Cowboys, hanging over the rest of the league and all the rest of the teams that have made the playoffs, man. Just who can stay healthy beyond, beyond injuries? As far as injuries go, the Cowboys are relatively healthy going into this game. Uh, they've got a couple guys questionable. Um, Tony Pollard with the foot and J. Ron Curtis with the hamstring. So both guys would have been limited on Thursday if they had had an actual practice. So that's encouraging going into the game. But again... You know, the Cowboys have said, even as far as yesterday, Mike McCarthy said the plan is still to play the starters. You know, if guys are banged up, though, we'll see what the playing time will look like for guys dealing with stuff. And and that includes, you know, maybe Zeke. We'll see. I mean, he says he's playing. He's, he's not on the injury report this week in terms of game status designation, but something to keep an eye on with guys who've been banged up.
2: Do you expect that to happen, Isaiah? I mean, we were just talking about this a couple days ago, and I believe it was the Tuesday show about whether or not to to rest guys, but you also didn't have your starting left tackle out. You didn't have uh, potentially a couple other players not playing in the game as well. So does that change your thinking at all on the way that you attack this one?
3: Initially, no. I think I say I believe there's, a, there's going to be a point in this game where you do pull your starters out in preparation for the following week. Um, but I think that you need to be in a good place in terms of the win. And, you know your your opportunities to win the ball game at that point in time in the game, and then also how you're feeling about the execution um, of your of your game plan at that point in time. So I think it's kind of twofold. You need to be in a position to win the ball game, and then you also need to be feeling good about how you guys have performed.
1: Yeah, my opinion is that this team that the the coaches look at this as a preseason game, mm-hmm. especially with what's going on with COVID, and, and, and I'm echoing everything that you just basically said. Uh, and pulling guys after, you know, hey, you've seen what you needed to see. Uh, obviously, there have been coaches in the league like Belichick, even in in preseason games where he doesn't see what he needs to see, and guys Play. stay out there for a whole four quarters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think with a talent depleted team due to COVID. Uh, do the guys being on uh, the little knickknack injuries that they have right now? I think it's no no sense in risking it all in this game, especially knowing what you may potentially have coming to AT and T Stadium next week.
2: Yeah, and it's oh, it's such a fine line that you have to toe because even if you treat it like a preseason game, you still want to win the game. I mean, it is a regular season matchup. You need to win the game. You want to win the game to get into the 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 momentum you and put the
3: playoffs. The need? You need to win the game because even though it's a ninety-three percent chance that yeah. you're going to hold where you're at in terms of your positioning in the playoffs and your ranking, you still need to you need to win a game because if as you mentioned yesterday, Kyle, there's an if, there's an if factor, and that if factor is a huge if because yeah. if the if the situation if the situation plays itself out, <clears throat> now you're going from the four seed all the way up possibly to the two seed. That's major in this NFC. That's yeah, that's huge. potentially another home game. It's another home game. That's cool, but I'm talking about the, the type of competition that you're going to face in the playoffs.
2: Is is a huge difference? You're talking about the Eagles as opposed to the the Rams or the Cardinals. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, we knew that last week, though, right? Did did we not? We knew that the seating that there would be a seating difference. I mean, even the way that it plays out for the Eagles. No, they lost their
3: opportunity last week. (laughs) They they, they screwed up.
1: Right. And, And what I'm saying is, even the Eagles, if they lose. They could potentially go from seven to six mm-hmm. because there's so many other games that are contingent on one another. Mm-hmm. So I'm not look all I'm all I'm handling is cowboy business and saying that right now with what Pete just said, we're relatively healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh besides the the key the injuries to key individuals. We have to understand Jeron Curse, if he doesn't play, he's the guy that wears the green dot as well. Who's yeah. going who's gonna take up the mantle on that? There's just so many other things that are going. I, I want to see this defense obviously uh get some turnovers, do some great things. Things, but I want to see him get off the field as soon as possible. And all yeah. of that's going to be contingent on, hey, if we could go out there and get a big lead and get our guys out.
3: Yeah, go and smack them in the mouth real quick. Rob, did those guys in Philly, did they get off the COVID list yet?
0: Yeah, it's not, well, I'm not sure about everybody. Um, <clears throat> I, I think Nick Sirianni said that uh, at least a couple guys, including – uh, Jason Kelsey we're going to be good to go for this game but but you know what, what we're talking about right now is the same questions they're talking about in Philly like how yep. long does Sirianni plan to play his starters as well so this game may just come down to availability who's out there and and you know who who how many key guys are playing how many snaps for both teams in this game
2: well and we know at the moment at least as of Thursday heading into Friday the Cowboys will be without three of their starters Micah Parsons and then yesterday adding Tyron Smith and Anthony Brown to the mix as well in terms of COVID lists. So that's the COVID news today. Uh, Tyron Smith, we've we've seen what this offensive line looks like without him. It's going to be Terrence Steele, Ty Insecki at the left tackle spot, one of the two, probably going to be Ty Insecki. At least that's what it was lately for the Cowboys. And then uh, Anthony Brown, I don't know if we've really seen a depleted cornerback room outside of the, the one game where Jordan Lewis missed. So, Kelvin Joseph time, Kelvin Joseph yes. available to try and take some significant stamps here, Easy. Rob.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that's definitely a possible. Well, I, I don't think it's a possibility w- with no Anthony Brown. I think da- absolutely is an opportunity for him. And they, the, the Cowboys have been very impressed with not only his production in the, in the low amount of snaps he's gotten on defense, but just his approach to everything. You know, he wasn't, he wasn't a big special teams guy in college and, didn't, didn't expect to be a special teams guy when he came into the league as a second round draft pick mm-hmm. and he's embraced that role this season after he came back from the groin injury so they've been really happy with him and and you've seen it in these some of these snaps that he's had you see his talent you know and his ability to cover so um i'm excited to see him out there and, and get a full dose for sure
3: isaiah I think he has to. I think he needs the reps. As you start talking about some of the depth that you're, going to re- that you're going to require going into the playoff run, at that position specifically, because of the type of receivers that you're going to be facing, he needs the reps. <clears throat> we talked about it all the way back in camp, how he needs to get some exposure, and then obviously throughout the, the this regular season, he he didn't get enough reps. Over the last few weeks, he started getting back on the field and started getting his legs underneath him, coming off the injury and all that jazz, but um, it is a necessity for him to get some form of um, wear and tear on him. He needs to get um, his feet underneath him, he needs to get a sense of confidence because when he steps on the field to make his contribution in the playoffs, it's going to be against the best dudes this league has to offer.
1: And I think we're all surprised that Kevin Jolson did get more run uh, than what he's been seeing here lately. Uh, and, And you're right. I mean, Coming out, of, coming out of camp, you thought that Kelvin Joseph was going to be a part of that rotation. That's a testament to Jordan Lewis and the yeah. job that he's done. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm with Rob, too. You know, better late than never. Better get yep. in here now. Yep. <laughs> uh, and let's, let's, let's take the same approach with, uh, with what we said yesterday about Michael Parsons being out. Uh, and other guys like Luke Gifford. Obviously, these are not names that you're used to saying, hey, let's get these guys some mm-hmm. some playing time. But you know you're going to need all of these guys in the playoffs, especially yep. if you make a deep run, especially if there are injuries.
2: And COVID—that's another thing that's kind of worrisome <laughs> about the COVID. about the fact uh, 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 going into this playoff run, and, and you saw one guy. Now it's two guys. I mean, this is how those types of things begin, it's crazy. It's crazy. It, it, and it's terrifying, honestly, to to think about how a a playoff push could be upended by positive COVID tests. So, Rob, I, I mean, you you haven't necessarily been here, but you've been plugged in on what is happening in, in that regard. Are the Cowboys taking any extra steps in terms of trying to slow down what could be a COVID spread?
0: Well, I mean, they're, they're doing everything they can in terms of the pro- following the protocols. Uh, they've gone virtual recently with meetings, um, you know, and, and guys are trying to, you know, take their own steps personally. You know, you hear guys talk about that. You heard Dak talk about that. Um, so, you know, they're doing what they can, but as we know, we've seen it in society, this Omicron variant is so contagious um, that, you know, you can be fully vaxxed, you can be boosted, you can get it. And that, you know, the, the good news about it, if you want to call it a silver lining, is that uh, it, it does appear to be milder. Mm-hmm. Guys are, are getting over it faster, and that's one reason why I think the NFL has changed their protocols and allow guys to get faster, get back faster. It's not a guaranteed 10 days anymore. <laughs> And so that's encouraging, you know, for the guys, you just mentioned that Micah Parsons, who's on the list this week, you would think no problem uh, and hope he gets, feels good. Phil feel gets back quick. He should be back for the playoff game. But like you said, I mean, if this happens next Thursday or next Friday to somebody uh, that certainly puts their, their availability in jeopardy. And that, that is the, that makes this playoffs the ultimate crapshoot right now, because yep. yep. it can really happen to anybody. And, uh, and you're just crossing your fingers. And so, you know, Trayvon Diggs, you mentioned uh, he's on the he's on the list with an illness, non-COVID illness, same with Donovan Wilson. So just keep an eye on anybody who's feeling sick and just see how see how it develops. And, and, you know, you just hope you cross your fingers. That's all you can do.
2: Oh, man, I hate every single part of that. Well, I'm not. Look, man,
3: it's true, though. Heckman, go go go! keep keep up with your workouts, okay? get you some thigh pads, get you a couple knee pads, <laughs> and let's get ready to hit this thing just in case they got a call on you, big dog. <laughs> Heckman's got that linebacker in him <laughs> still. If, if, if they had to call you in right now, Heckman, what position are you going in at? Hey. Just how much is the check, though? Oh, you getting Ooh, you getting you getting yeah. about a good mm, straight. I, I, I need seventy five for the game. Seventy five. Seventy five for the game. Whatever
1: they need me. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> Quarterback, <laughs> running back, wide the receiver. <laughs> no man, you know I'm not gonna get on my soapbox about this, man. I've been so pissed off at everything when it comes down to this variant, this virus, and the, you know what our players are doing, what other players around the league are doing, and saying, I, look, I got to, look. I'm just I'm just not gonna do it. Mm. All I'm gonna say right now. Is that the our window of opportunity just opened? Uh, it, it opens mm-hmm. next week. D ball. Yeah, it does. And whistle, right? <laughs> <laughs> Climbing through that door. <laughs> yep, Yo, whistle. All right. And that's all. Of, we have our opportunities and we have got to have our. They got to take this thing serious yeah. right now. And whether it be, look, Four weeks of isolation. I've
3: heard. Uh, sound like you sound like you want them to go get them, go on lockdown for four weeks. Heck,
1: all I'm saying is you know what you have at stake. Uh-huh. If you know what you have at stake, then uh-huh. you take the precautions. Like uh-huh. you heard guys talking about through Thanksgiving, through Christmas, family wasn't coming in. Now we have a situation where man, right. we're paying for the Lombardi. The the Omni Hotel is right over here. It's beautiful. So and I, saying, I need you. I need
3: to hear you say it. lock it down. Heck, bubble this thing. Bubble it up. <laughs> bubble, bubble, bubble boys. Uh, wrap everybody. You, know, you have the opportunity and. <laughs> You talk, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, Chris. You I talked
2: about this all, all the way back in the early parts of the season. You talked about it. You get one, one shot, shot at this. One shot at it, and you don't want to mess it up. I mean, it, how easy would it be for you to make that decision? I mean, it's easy for us to sit in this room and talk about it because we're not on the team. We're not the ones that are having to bubble up. But if you're a player,
3: where should this be on your priorities? High. <laughs> Very high. Yeah. Uh, I played six seasons. I had... I think five play five playoff opportunities and probably there's two teams that I felt like I, I could have walked out with a ring. You know, two you know two opportunities out of those five opportunities, I think I, we could have walked away with a ring. Yeah, I was blessed to be one of the individuals in this league that walked away with a ring. And I know there's a lot of players that I know personally that are way better that were way better players than I was that did not walk away with one. You and you know, they change. walk away with their stats, they walk away with their experiences and their memories, but they don't walk away with something significant to say that that they Isn't were that a part of the greatest thing that ever happened. And I would hate. For guys to miss that opportunity, which is, is very prevalent right now. It's, it's, it's definitely on the cusp. Just simply because of comfort or simply because of convenience or yeah. inconvenience, right? Take advantage of the fact that you are playing for the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys have an amazing resources. Jerry Jones has laid things out here perfectly in terms of being able to walk over to the hotel, walk straight into the practice facility, walk straight into the meetings, have all your food at your disposal, everything that you need right there. You don't have to do anything. You're going to be staying at the Omni. through the yeah. fruity, right? right? You're not staying at anything else. The Omni, okay, and you have the top-of-the-line facilities. Take advantage, fellas. If there's an opportunity to lock this thing down, lock it down. You have all four – or I'll take it back. After this week, you got a five-week stretch. Five-week stretch where you can go out there, shoot your gun, and hopefully walk away with something because this team will not be the same next year.
1: That's Man, that's the God's honest truth, man. And, and – Lock it down. <laughs> that's all. That's all I have, and and I think the only as, as you we're saying all this, I'm thinking about you know being secluded from possibly my family uh, from. Man, my wife wouldn't forgive me. But she will forgive the vacation after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's true. Really that's
2: true. I wonder where <laughs> we're at in terms of the offense and defense and their vacation bet that they made with the touchdowns oh, yeah. versus turnovers. Oh, yeah. i have to go back and look at that.
1: Well, the offense had three touchdowns. They were yeah. that good. Yeah, I mean, that's was, true. They a made a bet themselves Let me give you an example.
3: When we went to the Super Bowl when I was with the Giants, we went and my wife was she was nine months pregnant. Nine months pregnant. Okay, About to Pop. Okay and I told her I said hey chill out like I'll be back okay I'm going to go out we're going to go out here and take care of this game and then I'll be back to take care of you just chill I don't we don't need any accidents no no pressure from the airplane none of that stuff you know bringing on you know bringing on your your delivery too early mm. my wife looked at me like I was crazy she said you think I'm about to miss this there's yeah. no way in the world I'm about to miss this opportunity. She goes domino at the Come Super Bowl. Come on, man. <laughs> Bruh. My wife was—I'm talking about stomach way out here. She hopping over the front dog on, you know, the hopping over the dog on seats, hopped onto the field after the game because you recognize she recognized that this was a very important opportunity. This was a once in a lifetime chance mm-hmm. that I had. Out of all the great teams that I was a part of, this was one shot, right? And she was not going to miss that. So she was ready, willing to go through whatever it took. To handle to handle all the different uh, inconveniences, on um, being uncomfortable, all those things, you know, risking you know the pregnancy in terms of coming earlier than you want, simply because she knew how important it was going to be.
2: That's that. I mean, that's one way to put it. That's that's a great great way to put it. And I think the Cowboys should certainly have that in their thought process going into this final week. And Ooh, can you if they haven't really, already? Can you imagine what Jerry would do with that uh, ring? Dude, the parade, the ring. We were watching, of course. Dirk retired his jersey. A couple days ago and they had his had his whole thing going on at the American Airlines Center and they were showing all the, the footage of the parade. And I was like, Wow, that parade was nuts, man. That was crazy. That's my
3: greatest memory. Could you imagine? Yeah, it'd be ridiculous. Could be ridiculous. you? I I don't par- even know. The parade get would, be it. would be ridiculous, but the ring would be even even more insane. Jerry would spare no expense. You've God. ever seen, like, a China plate, mm-hmm. bro? See, guys, y'all doing what i it, been... it would probably be the first three ring. Like, you remember, like, brass knuckles? <laughs> you have to probably put it on the <laughs> <like> brass knuckles. <laughs> it'd be just, all yeah. three, it'd be <laughs> all... Oh, my
1: goodness. Y'all are doing what I've been doing all y'all? week with the Powerball deal, so stop, man. Let's oh, just... trying to win the lottery? <laughs> <laughs> just imagining where I would <laughs> be. What,
2: what would happen here? All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll tell you how to make some money on DraftKings. Hey. Who is your DraftKings player to watch? We'll hit that and tell you who else you should be looking out for in the Cowboys and the Eagles when we come back with more Talking Cowboys.
3: There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses
1: as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find a perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor.
3: New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I
1: do deserve that.
3: You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call And teaching her again.
1: It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left.
3: It's not complicated, everyone deserves something new.
0: work Hey Jay that's my line <laughs> Well not today Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget Visit
1: unitedagandturf.com Back to talking Cowboys
2: <laughs> Back here with more Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos, it's a Say It With Your Chest Friday, and it's a Great People, Great Pay replay, and you've heard it already, Jason Witten has joined the Caliber Collision team, you can join him to do great work with great people for great pay, and apply right now at jobsatcaliber.com, that is jobsatcaliber.com. Get
1: the flick of the wrist, baby. Stop it. I Quit done. it. Do it. <laughs>
2: Quit it. Rob Phillips back again. The We've got reasons. Isaiah Stan back. The <laughs> Harrison. Chris Beam. We're we're sorry, everybody at home listening. We've got some inside jokes and we can't we can't share it. Nope. We cannot share not it. Not that one. Not this no, one.
3: No, sir, I will not.
2: <laughs> not this one. Uh, All right, let's take a look at some of our DraftKings players to watch this week. Of course, DraftKings, you can compete every week for over a million dollars in prizes on DraftKings.com. And This is not against the New York Giants up at the top, but this is against the Philadelphia Eagles. We promise these are our current picks. Tony Pollard up there at the top, which is $6,000 along the way. That's my pick, and the reason I say that is he had 60 yards and a touchdown in Week 3 against this Philadelphia team. If they do decide to limit the workload of Ezekiel Elliott, I think Tony Pollard will see a ton of time out there at the running back spot. Heckma Harrison, who'd you have? I have Malik
1: Turner. Ooh. And the reason I went Malik That's Turner. a value pick. Yes, value pick. But also, this looks like a, a, a game for the value pick because he may get a, a number of reps in this game due to the fact that we're going to pull our guys after the first quarter.
3: What? Ooh. Yeah. What? Are they going to pull Is Darius Slay? Is it because Lay? of score? Because of score.
1: Ooh. I'm on there. But are they going to pull Darius Slay? Probably. They need to. They should. If they it knew what was good for them, I mean, they have a that's <laughs> secondary. Besides, that's the only big name they have. So that's... I think if you go into Tampa, if that's going to be your first game, you may want to have Darius Yep,
2: healthy. Just saying. Thanks. Mm. Malik. Malik Turner. And you think about the games where he has played significant snaps. I mean, he's played exceptionally well. So, hey, I like it. It's a fantasy value pick from Heckma Harrison.
3: All right, Isaiah, who did you have? Well, there's no discounts over here. Mm. I'm going with the old Dalton Schultzenegger. You guys see him, fifty-three hundred dollars. But there's a reason why I'm picking Mr. Dalton Schultz. Dalton has had—he's fell off. All right, he's fell off. And, sure. he, and he wants to get back up on that thing. Anybody ever fell off a jet ski before? Yeah. You, you yeah. hurry up and you you climb back up on that thing because you're not sure what's in the water. So <laughs> Dalton Schultz is going to climb back up on that thing because he knows that Blake Jarwin's in the water and Blake Jarwin is on his way back. And you see the opposing rank right there, 31. The Eagles suck against those guys, against mm. tight end position. So Dalton wants that old thing back. He's going to try to get it back this week. Can we take a second? So your fear when you fall off a jet ski
2: is what's in the water, not right. necessarily... Just getting back on the jet ski?
1: And Get me up out the water. You can't see in there. <laughs> Chris Beam has the kind of jet skis that'll pick you, scoop you up out of the water. Yeah, it's got like on. an arm, oh, yeah, and just a re- retractable wow. arm, and it just yeah, goes out go. and just yeah.
2: plucks you up like a, ball, like, like a Google claw gadget. machine. Stop. Stop. That's definitely a gadget.
3: Amazing. Yeah, I don't have that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I usually just rent mine. <laughs> that's what, what do you think he does after the shows? He just goes all the way out to the lake and he gets his own jet ski. All right, Rob, who is your pick here on DraftKings?
0: Yes, Chris has all the jet skis. I like I like that analogy. I'll go with Cedric Wilson. Kind of the same reason as heck. We'll see how long the starters play in this game. I mean, I you know, I don't think we really know for sure how it's going to go. And is there a more efficient player on this roster than Cedric Wilson? No. He's been targeted 55 times this season has 40 catches. He's like a high efficiency player in the NBA. You know, a, a solid 3 and D guy. He's going to be efficient from 3, he's going to D up Cedric does all those little things at the receiver position, plays special teams as well, uh, and you saw what he could do with Michael Gallup out last week. So I'll take Cedric.
1: Well, I love it when you talk basketball, Pete. Boy, yeah. <laughs> hey.
0: yeah, I love that. Billy.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> Billy Hoyle. You get some passing
2: yards out of him, Billy Hoyle. All
0: show. All show.
2: <laughs> Did you hear Chris there? He said you could get some passing yards out of him, too, because he's thrown a couple passes throughout the season. Had a completion. Five. five. Yeah.
0: Five for
2: five. Exactly. So, hey, maybe you could get some some dual threat. That brings me to the to the topic of conversation, though, and the reason why we we had Rob kind of bring up the rear, though. But without Michael Gallup, is this Cedric Wilson's best opportunity to try and, and make some money? Maybe not with the Dallas Cowboys, but to really put some good film out there and allow him to to try and get out of the shadow of the big three, because that's what he has been throughout his yeah. career. He's been productive. He's put up numbers, he's been successful, but if you're not CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup in this system, you're not going to get that same type of praise. So I'll start with you, Heckma. Is this his best opportunity in a playoff run, final week of the regular season, to finally make a name for himself and try and propel his career forward?
1: Yeah, I mean, but if you keep it real with yourself, you you will say that Cedric's already done that. I mean, he's shown point. you that he's a valuable four. Michael Gallup's already missed some time, um, but... Also he he's shown you that he's just the four right if mm-hmm. you if you're going to try and vault him into being a two or anything like that that's just putting way too much on his plate I think for what he does for special teams wise but at receiver I mean he's he's definitely a guy that can make some plays for you I question whether he can do what Mike G does as far as take the top off of a defense it's mm-hmm. the speed portion of it for me because you see that from Michael Gallup and so you know like he he does have an opportunity that's in front of him
3: uh to earn some but again man there's no replacing Mike G what do you think? Facts. I hope that he goes out there and balls out and, and does you know has a heck of a resume. And he already has a great resume. I hope he adds to it. Uh, that's my hope for all these guys on these on these rosters in the NFL and uh, Dallas Cowboys. Go out there and do the best that you can. Have amazing film so that you can position yourself for the best opportunity going forward. I do hope that Dallas will retain him. He is a, a, a huge part of this of this roster. He makes huge contributions, obviously offensively and special teams wise. And um, if he can't get the bag here, then I hope he goes and gets a bag somewhere else. Rob.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like he's got the skill set in the game that you can play 10, 12 years in the league. Even if you're not a star, you know, starter, Pro Bowl guy, but the fact that he can play all three receiver positions, you can put him anywhere. He plays special teams. He's versatile in that regard. He's just he he's quarterback friendly. I mean, that's a guy that that can play a long time in the league and make mm-hmm. make a good amount of money as well. I don't know what his market value is going to be after the season, but and I'm with heck. I mean, I think I think Michael Gallup brings you, you know, some some game-breaking potential in terms of that deep ball threat, but but said has been huge for this team this season.
2: What? Well, where does his relationship with Dak Prescott and the way that they've kind of clicked on the same level rank in terms of? how successful he has been here. Because I agree, he has all the intangibles. He has the consistency and the speed and the, the receiving ability. But, Rob, I mean, he's he's about as tight with Dak Prescott as anybody else in that locker room. How much does that help him out, especially whenever you are thrusted into a role like he has been with the Michael Gallup injury?
0: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what it is. You know, They just do have a nice rapport together. He was asked about that um, last week, and he said it's just – you know it's been repetition over the years he said there's been some situations the last three years where he's been asked to to step up and way more so this year but um, I don't know maybe Isaiah could speak to this for sure but but you know there's just certain guys that you have a connection with and and you know I, I don't think that's that's the case I think Dak's got a connection with all his receivers yeah. if you're seeing him take a step forward with CD this year as well but it's definitely there with Cedric you know there, there's definitely a trust there for him
3: I agree. I mean, it shows on the field, and there's some guys you just click better with, I and mean, that's just a the reality. Yeah. Um, there's whether that's more time in the off season, maybe that's you get them hanging out and being better friends. You don't know, uh, but but it shows up on the field, and it's always a, the benefit. Uh, it's always a beneficial to the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Man, if I'm Cedric, if I'm Cedric. Hell, I'm outside of Dak's door. I'm waiting on him. <laughs> hey, I'm handing him a football every time he walks into the star. I'm trying to get every rep I can mm. from the starting quarterback. So to me, yeah. this, just is a, this is just a guy where opportunity is met preparation, and you see what he's able to bring to the table. There's no mystery about it, but I'm, I I love what you said, P. You know, Dak has a relationship with all of his guys, but I think with Cedric, Cedric Wilson, he's probably the guy that's waiting around saying, Dak, throw me the ball, throw me the ball, throw me the ball, in practice.
2: Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, if you go back to Last week, prior to the start of the game, the Cowboys are missing four starters this week Tyron Smith, Michael Gallup, of course, Anthony Brown, and Micah Parsons on the defensive side as well. They're missing four starters, two on both sides of the football. How much does that play a factor into their matchup solely with the Philadelphia Eagles? We talked about a lot of the decision-making from the coaching staff. But X's and O's-wise, how does this change things? By the way, before we answer that question, give us a call if you want to be a part of our Pick'Em segment coming up in about five minutes or so. 888-855-2297. Right now, be a part. Represent the fans. We'll pick some games coming up in a minute. But how does the missing pieces affect the X's and O's of this matchup?
3: Micah Parsons is the biggest um, obviously dismissal for this game the being the, the fact that we're already short of the linebacker position right you, you lost Jalen Smith do you know due to releasing him mm-hmm. then you also lost um, what well, am I blinking out right now um, LSU Cox Cox yeah. yes you lost you lost Jabril Cox you lost him um, to his injury, so now you're already shallow at that position. You've been very dependent on Michael Parsons and the contributions he's made this year. Neil's coming back. That's awesome. But now you, with with Parsons being gone, now you're relying on some guys who, who just haven't had reps. Yeah, they just call it how it is. They just haven't had game reps at the linebacker position. They've had special team reps and you know, Luke Gifford, um, Bernard, all those guys, but they have not had playing reps in Dan Quinn's system in the actual you know game that matters so this game matters they're going to be thrust into that position uh the strength of the Philadelphia defense is on the interior defense alignment It's not on the outside they do have sweat but he's usually on the right side and not so much on the left side so that won't be a problem in terms of missing Tyron and um offensively you know we should be we should be fine you meant Hargrave yeah you but, said sweat. Well, I'm saying sweats. sweats
1: yeah, the sweats. edge rusher. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I got you. So here's my, my, my thing is this. <clears throat> when you, Michael Parsons is the guy that you have to look for on defense, but I think I look at this as an opportunity for the defense as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because this is a running football team. Yes, it is. And so your interior rotation, I think Dan Quinn is going to take a a good look at that interior rotation going into the playoffs. And you get an opportunity to look at guys up close. You talked about the job that Carlos Watkins, Neville Gallimore did, Mm -hmm. and also Diggy Zua did last week versus Arizona. Didn't get a whole bunch of pressure up up the gut, right? Um, But when you have a team that's running the way that the Eagles have – you want to see these guys get off the ball. So this this ball game, regardless of who plays or how many snaps they play, is going to be one in the trenches, and that's what I want to see from our defense. Offensively, I'm I'm right with you on that. Our offensive line isn't going to change, mm-hmm. and their interior is where they're the most mm-hmm. strong. So yeah, yeah I, I think we still we still line up perfectly from an X's and O standpoint.
3: Rob.
0: Yeah, can't disagree with any of that. Um, I, I agree with you guys in terms of. You know, they've, Tara Steele's been playing a lot of tackle there. If he's the left tackle in this game, then they're used to that. I mean, I, you wonder with, you know, without Tyron in there, does that change how many, how much Dak plays? I mean, Mike McCarthy says no at this point. Um, we'll see. Yeah. I I wish we could have seen Micah in this game against Jalen Hurts and because he can be that spy, he can also be the rusher. Mm -hmm. So I think that's probably the one that stands out the most. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm just interested to see how both teams handle this because, you know, there's, you can sit guys at a certain point in the game, maybe, but there are only 48 active for the game. So, and you got to factor in special teams and all those things. So, how both coaches juggle that, I'm very curious to see.
3: Which player would you pull first,
0: Dak? Dak or Martin?
3: Uh, Dak, Dak. Still, On the top. yeah. Especially without
1: Tyron Smith. Can I say both? <laughs> <laughs> same so you, time. You pull them at the I'll same pull time. Them together, you yeah. Know? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I can see that. I don't think you pulled yeah. – you don't pull Martin before you pull Dak. There's no way you would ever do that. So if it is going to be simultaneous, then that, that would work as well.
1: Let me interrupt. I got to ask you all you guys this question. Obviously, this is the game we just need to get through healthy – What is your? You've asked this question before. What's the Mm -hmm. temperature of the team? Yeah. Going into the going into the playoffs, literally, what's the temperature of the team for you? How do you feel about this team going into the playoffs? There's been a lot of scenarios. This is a one and done team. How do do you believe that this is a team that can make a push? Do you believe they're right on the cusp, Mm -hmm. or do you think they still need
3: some pieces to ultimately make the push that you want? So I like loose leaf tea. Okay. I drink it every single day. I drink a whole kettle a day. You know, usually white tea is kind of my thing. White peach and white white peach. You know, you need to make sure that the water is boiling at 175 before you put before you actually put the loose leaf tea in the actual water. Okay, mm-hmm. you got to get the the temperature up first. Okay, you can't put it in before. I feel like Dallas is at about 145. Gotta heat it up. It's, it's not heated up. It's not heated up enough. Right? It's, it's at 145. I need it at 175 before I put my tea. Before I actually put my tea in and start steeping this thing, I need it at 175. Dallas is at like a 145, so it's just not ready yet. Mm-hmm. It's not cooked all – it, you know, if I was cooking some food, it's not cooked all the way through. And I feel like they need to continue to raise this temperature. I mean, that's why I asked a question about Dak and Martin, because do you pull Dak out the game knowing that he right now is not where you need him to be going into the playoffs?
1: And obviously
0: – and, P, what's your, what's your answer on that? Yeah. No, that's, that's the balance, right? Because I'm sure Mike McCarthy's still looking at this like, I don't want to go into the wild card round – Without us feeling better about things offensively, you know. So it's it's a tough it's a tough balance here, and and that's a great analogy. Like you don't want you don't want lukewarm tea, you (laughs) know, you want hot tea. Um, so yeah, it's it it's tough. I mean, I heck, I mean, I feel like they do enough things from a take a drink complimentary standpoint where they can go win a playoff game or two for sure because defensively they can turn you over. They can, they can make your quarterback extremely uncomfortable. So there's those things that that's how you can win in the playoffs. But they've got to be more efficient, for sure, in the passing game with Dak and everybody. But I think the run game, too, is where yes. it really stands, especially depending on where they might end up playing past round one if they get past round one. They have got to add some balance to their offense because you just – I just don't see a situation where if you he's got to throw 40 times a game, mm. that's not going to look good for your offense in the, in, in a playoff situation.
2: Yeah, and I agree. I think, to answer your question, I, I still think this team can make a run. Mm-hmm. And I said it yesterday. If they play to their ceiling, there's nobody that's going to beat them. Facts. There's no one that can beat them. If they play as good as they can on the offensive side of the ball, there's nobody in the NFL as good as the Dallas Cowboys. However, that is the biggest if in the entire sport right now. Yeah, because you're not facing any more Washingtons. No, you're not. There's no. Yeah, there's no more Washington. There's no more Falcons. There's no more giants along the way you've got nothing but dogs and mm. it's going to get better and better and better mm. this week playoff team next week playoffs. probably playoffs well I mean it is playoffs but probably a team with 10 plus wins again with with either the, the Rams or the Cardinals for the most part I, it doesn't get easy from here on out and if they play to that ceiling I think they can they can beat anybody I so like that's it. my temperature.
1: Okay. Right. I like it, man. and and look, I just want to make sure that we're on the same page coming in here Monday. I don't want to hear nothing different. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. you're at 174. I got you. No, way. no, no. Oh, 145. 145.
3: 145. Yeah, I need them to get up to 175. <laughs>
1: 175. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, we're a long way. <laughs> yes, away. we are. Oh, you, <laughs> got, you, <laughs> got, you got. thirty degrees you to go. Thirty degrees. <laughs> Damn, I thought we were closer to that. <laughs> nope.
2: Yeah, but I think that's a that's a great question to ask, and and we'll we'll ask that also going into the playoffs. I think as well, we'll try and figure it out going into that Here's first right, round game. You
0: feel good. Sorry, I I think, you know, going into the season, you felt like, well, they could they could win playoff games because they could score forty. Yep. But I think not only defensively could they grind it out. They've got a field position weapon at punter. You yeah. know, they've got great coverage units. They've got other aspects that can. You could say, "Wow, they could go to a cold weather game and win something ugly." So, I think that's why you should feel good that they could make a run still. But again, offensively, we all know they got to play better and they're capable of playing better.
2: Do we want to talk about kicker? No. <laughs> okay. No, just... We need to talk about well, there's I just that wanted too. to throw it there's out there. Too. Yeah, let's go to a break though. We've got to we've got to get our Pickums here in a second. Don't worry, Chris, it was a joke. I'm getting into it. When we come back, give us a call 888-855-2297, be a part of the Pickums when we come back on talking Cowboys.
3: It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. at and may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply.
0: The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where Turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up
2: a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more Essilor on Talking Cowboys. Final segment. Great job, as always. You filled in the shoes of Rob Phillips quite nicely. My Rob here. P. shot out right there. No doubt.
1: Why are you bouncing like
2: that, Thank bro? you.
3: I'll That's how back. Rob P. does. Next <laughs> next <time. laughs>
2: Why are you bouncing like that? Uh man we are excited <laughs> to get Rob back next week and have him back in studio but we've got some games to pick Woo! today as we are in our final week of the regular season we'll pick playoff games too but oh. this is this is pretty fun because it's the last time we have the full slate of the six games is to that pick Hulk? No. <laughs> What was that? <laughs> Nothing, no, go ahead. Okay. okay. Uh Sergio in New Mexico is our guest picker today. Sergio, how's it going? You're on Talking Cowboys.
1: It's going good, guys. How you all What's up, sir? Everything
2: Fantastic. Good. Ready to get going here in just a second. So we've got six games, as always. Five of them are non-Cowboys games. And then, of course, the Cowboys game is the final one to tap it all off. We'll start with Sergio on this one. It's the Steelers at the Ravens, of course, Big Ben closing out his home career the other day with a win, but now he goes on the road to face a Lamar Jackson-less Ravens team. Sergio, who you got?
3: Uh, I'm going to pick the Steelers on that one.
2: Okay, I believe you said Steelers. You kind of broke up there a little bit. I want to clarify just to make sure. Steelers, right?
0: Yes, Yes, sir.
2: Steelers. Awesome. All right. Isaiah, who you got? No, I'm going with the Ravens. With the Ravens? Yeah. Heckman? I'm going with the Steelers. Steelers? Steel City? Rob Phillips?
0: No Lamar Jackson, Kyle. Thank you for the scoop. <laughs> I'll go with the Steelers.
2: Okay, I'm going to go with the Steelers as well on that one. Now moving into the Bears at the Vikings. Who you got here, Isaiah? Vikings. Okay. Heckman? Yeah, I'm going to go Vikings too. I'll go with Minnesota. Uh-huh. You know what? I'm going to flip it. I'm going to say the Bears are going to get a win here on the road against Minnesota. Rob. Wow. Red rifle.
0: Vikings at home.
2: Vikings at home. And then Sergio, who you got?
0: I'm going with the Vikings as well.
2: All righty. Very quick. Going with the Vikings. I'm all alone on that one. I was all alone last week, oh, by the way, with the Chiefs. I chose the Bengals, and everybody else chose the Chiefs. Ah, oh, you,
0: you
1: made you oh, made mm-hmm. i tell you. That Bengals pick, that burned me. That <laughs> burned me. That Bengals mm-hmm. pick burned me, boy.
2: You're mm-hmm. darn right. It's about time a- they get me back, because I've i picked them on multiple occasions, and they have lost a ton of games. Uh, all right, Washington football team at the New York Giants. The Giants, oh, believe it or not, have won five of their last six against Washington. I don't see anything changing. (laughs) Give me the Washington football team on the road,
3: Isaiah. Give me the Washington new name on February 2nd team. The Admirals? (laughs) Uh, Sergio? Uh, I'm going
1: to go with the Washington team, I guess. Mm. It's going to be a snooze fest no matter what.
2: Yeah, that's right. Snooze fest in the
1: NFC East. Tecmo, who you got? This is one of those toilet bowl games Mm. that you love to have us pick. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go with the Admirals.
2: I hope that's not the name. It's probably going to be the name, Rob.
0: You guys just break news on their name? I'm, yeah. I'm going to go with the football team. What if it's just the football team on February 2nd? That would be interesting.
2: That would be pretty hilarious, honestly, if it, if it does end up staying that way. Okay, Saints at the Falcons. New Orleans has allowed 9.8 points per game in the last four weeks. That's the fewest in the NFL. Do the Saints defense
1: keep their... Streak rolling, Heckma. Who you got? Saints got to have this game, and I'm going with the Saints. Let the good times roll. All right, Rob.
0: Yeah, Saints have more to play for. Give me the Give me the New Orleans Saints. Sergio. I'm gonna take New Orleans.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna take the Saints here too. Isaiah can make up a game. Yin Yang in this thing.
3: You going, a? you going with the A? Ying Yang in this thing. <laughs> going with <laughs> the, ATL? No, man. The Saints. Oh. What are you talking about? Y'all did stand up and get crowded. Oh. That's what they play down there. Uh, yeah, was, but the Ying Yang Twins is from Atlanta. Yeah, that's what a- I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, they don't yeah, play yeah, their yeah, music yeah. in Atlanta. They play their music in the Saints. Uh, okay. That's the Superdome. Uh, but if you, but you said oh. stand
1: up and get caught.
2: Yeah, that was a very confusing pick. You used you used, like the only artist that could apply to both of those cities. like that? No, that's yeah, that's huh? like the opposite can, of like that. It's
3: <laughs> this the Johnny Cochran in me. <laughs> no. know, he basically <laughs> just no. said they're gonna tie.
2: Yeah. If, okay, if <laughs> it's you, a tie <laughs> if it's a tie, Chris. Isaiah Isaiah gets the double points. On lift. If they tie, Isaiah gets two don't points. Don't do that. Don't no, it's true. do that. It's don't. true. He's behind by like twenty five games right now, so it's fine. He can do that. Probably uh, Chargers at the Raiders. Winner goes to the playoffs. If the Colts lose and they tie, they can also both go to the playoffs. But who wants to hear about that? Winner gets the sixth seed in the AFC. L.A. versus L.V. Who you got, Rob?
0: Man, I'm going to go with Justin Herbert at the end of the day. Chargers mm. find a way on the road. They advance. Sergio? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with
2: Rob on that one. Going with the Chargers there. Isaiah?
1: So far. Okay. I'm going with Vegas. Wow. I'm I'm going, going with the Raiders? I'm going with Coach Bisaccia on this one, man. Yeah.
2: He's done a great I'll job. I'm
0: going Coach Bisaccia
2: too. Yeah. Yeah, he's done a fantastic job. Uh, Man, this is a tough one. I think the Chargers are a better team. Pick them. But give me the Raiders at home. At Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. I think the Raiders get it. I think, man, that that's crazy that the Chargers could miss the playoffs.
1: But everything that Vegas has been through, if they make the mm. playoffs, that's dude, that's going to be crazy.
2: Magnificent. So, yep. yeah, give me the Raiders at home. I think it should be a fun one in that regard. All right, the final one we've all been waiting for. It's the Cowboys at the Eagles. Sergio, we'll let you start us off on this one. Who you got and give us a score prediction as well. Sure.
1: Uh.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm going to go ahead and, and, and go bowl with our boys even though, I mean, they're still
0: the better team, it doesn't really matter what So uh, let's go 24 we'll
2: go 24-14 Alright, well 24-14, an ugly game from Sergio. Sergio, thanks so much for being our guest picker this week. We will talk to you again down the line and thanks for your support, my friend Right, thank you for having me. Absolutely, Sergio from New Mexico, the land of enchantment. Here on Talking Cowboys, he thinks it's going to be an ugly game. I don't necessarily disagree with him. It, it, the way that he sighed going into that pick, yeah, maybe, it, did, right? it sounded like a, a Heckma Harrison Tostitos Championship Plaza two to nothing win over the Eagles. <laughs>
1: that's
2: what it sounded like, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know I if that. that's what it will be. But Rob, who you got on this one?
0: Man, I, I came in saying I was going to say a tie, but you know what? I'm not going to do that. I think, uh, look, it's a toss-up because <laughs> we don't know lineups and all that stuff at the end of the day or playing time. I'll, I'll go with the Eagles at home just a, in a toss-up, kind of low-scoring, 21-20 Philly.
2: What? Can you say that again?
0: I'm going with Philly in this game. Mm. Cowboys are a better team, but they're already missing key guys. They're going on the road. Uh, mm. Yeah, I'll take the Eagles. In this okay.
2: Game. All right, Isaiah.
3: Barbecue over cheesesteak. steak. Hmm. Going with Dallas. Going with Dallas score? 24-17.
2: 24-17. Uh I'm gonna go with the Cowboys here, but I also think it will be an ugly, gross, downright weird win. Give me 23 to 16, the final score. Cowboys get
1: the dub. <sighs> Plaza once and again. <laughs> Uh, And I'm predicting boys win 27-13. That's my score. I think defensively we shut them out, do a really good job against them in the running game, but Mm -hmm. I'm giving them 13 points at least. Give them
2: 13, maybe a little bit
1: late, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, there we go. Guys,
2: we're done with the regular season sounds good to me. Done with the regular season we've got playoffs next time up on Talking Cowboys. It feels oh so nice to get to this point in the campaign but that does it for us throughout the regular season when we come back hopefully it'll be a victory Monday but no matter what it is a playoff Monday on Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos. Hope you had some fun with us today for Chris Beam, for Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, for Kyle Yeomans and for Heckma Harrison Heckma, everybody turn down your headphones because Heckman's about to let it ride because what do we
1: say on Fridays? Cowboy Nation, I hope your team wins.
2: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football
0: Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!